0: The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of Sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holds barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya.
2: I'm ready
3: for Sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready,
1: as long as it's not
3: explicit and there's no cameras around. (laughs) How about you,
4: Victoria? I'm ready for sex with Jaya.
2: I love how you guys are always ready for sex with Jaya. (laughs) Who isn't? It's nice. Well, I have, instead of D-Love this week, I have John on the line, Chef John. John is also one of my partners. He's been my partner for eight years. And he's an awesome raw food chef and a sexological body worker. So we're going to talk with John a lot about that. And an international penis model. Yes. He's claiming himself as the international penis model, which brings me to, you know, I know that today's topic is on erotic massage, but I have to talk about this recent controversy that's going on on my Facebook page, and you guys may know that I have a DVD series on erotic massage, and John's in it. He's one of the penis models, but this weekend, I just shot an oral sex series, and I posted up a few pictures on Facebook, John was in the series along with Jordan Knightley, who is his partner in it. And um, this guy just started like saying that I shouldn't film tantra and all this stuff. And first of all, it's really interesting because I didn't post anything that said that it was from a tantra shoot. It just said an oral. It was oral sex. But then he then he started calling me a pornographer. So it brought up all these questions in me, like, what really is porn, and am I really a pornographer? (laughs) What do you guys think?
3: You're from Cincinnati. You have to be a pornographer. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you're following right in the footsteps of the one and only Larry Flint. Yeah, maybe, maybe
4: that's it. To me, it's really, really sad that people feel the need to label things in order to insult them, and I don't see that as an insult anyway, but... I think the point that this person is really missing is, you know, how are you supposed to teach from afar, especially with such great tools like the Internet and easy access video, if you can't film or photograph what you are trying to teach specifically if it has to do with technique? So obviously this person has their own deep-seated hang-ups, and you're really just the person that they are just placing it on. Definitely. Yeah,
2: yeah, so I had to turn to Sexes Magazine to see if I could find articles written by other pornographers, you know, to see if I could relate <laughs> to them and maybe your brethren. <laughs> yes, if I fit into the category of pornographer, I'm going to start calling myself the tantric pornographer. <laughs> um, the,
3: the feminist tantric, Taoist,
2: sacred, spiritual... connected, divine, <laughs> luminous pornographer, divine um, porn. The first article I came across was written by a woman named Maria Vargas and I I liked her article cuz it was really funny and lighthearted and I could relate to it. You know, she talked about looking at girls very differently where suddenly you're like, "Oh, that one has cellulite" or "Oh, she has stretch marks" and um just like the funny little things that you start or or like seeing college girls and being like, "Hmm, I wonder if she would be good in the video" and you know, then then calling up the agent to me like, "Does she do anal?" and you know, it's just really funny cuz that, that I could I could relate as a, you know, the casting definitely for those last oral sex video going, you know, I, I'm I'm a little bit easier on the body image stuff because I have my own stuff and I don't mind stretch marks and a little cellulite. I think that's kind of good to show, but um, definitely like the whole like, well, what what do they do on camera? Because you know, porn stars even have their limits, and we we found that during the shoot because we had one the, one of the guys who was like, no way, you're not touching my ass. So that was really interesting.
3: And that was the, that was really interesting and complicated. That was very amazing, complicated. Amazing subject. The second article that I read was by
2: Sam Benjamin, and um, he he calls himself the Ivy League pornographer. And that article really made me sad because I didn't at all relate to it. And he was talking a lot about the degradation that was going on and sort of like this violent eroticism and all the fakery that was within the industry and I really appreciated his honesty of even saying like, I kind of got into degrading women and he he admits all this stuff and I, I love that. But, um, you know, I couldn't relate to it because I've never had that experience of feeling like I needed to degrade a woman or, you know, make them do nasty, naughty things or anything that anyone didn't want to do. You know, like on this shoot, it was like, well, if you guys don't want to do that, fine, you know. We'll, we'll not shoot it with you, you know. So that's...
3: And, and the, the reason that we even had the issue of a person not wanting to do something was because we had techniques around, that area of the body that we were demonstrating on how to touch right how to cause pleasure it wasn't you know i was i'm looking at these definitions of porn here and there's a lot wh- whenever there's a definition they talk about the intent and one of the in, one of the definitions of porn is erotic behavior intended to cause sexual excitement hmm. it's like are you kidding me like you can't intend to cause sexual excitement like, like that's so awful in the first place.
2: Well, like, yeah, like porn's so bad. I mean, I'm sure there's aspects of the pornography business that are bad, but anyway, we have to do a whole show on this topic because now I'm all fired up about it. But I want to get to Victoria from EdenFantasies.com because um, you know I, we got a little bit of your two cents, but I, I have a question for you before we move on to all our funny, our fun, yummy, luscious toys for
4: erotic massage but Mm -hmm. do you
2: think that porn can be sex positive or even sacred?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it was hard for me to not interject and say that um, I actually don't think for the most part that a lot of porn companies really have any negative effects. There are so many production companies and people making porn out there now that are very sex positive. These are companies that are women owned. And not to say that in order to be sex positive, you ha- the company has to be run by a woman, but I'm just saying that there are people who have found a way um, to take what was at first perceived as a new and really turn it into a full-time business for themselves and include people who are not what you would consider you know, typically beautiful or typically you know, appealing in the porn industry and actually really bring these people to the mainstream and kind of change what is normal. And I think that that's amazingly sex positive. Mm. So I I think that porn has really helped to make great strides. And porn has a very key role in technology. Um, There's this whole thing, and we really should do a show about this, because uh, there's like a whole history of how... Some of the ways that technology has been accepted and early adoption has been through the porn industry. They kind of, they have more power than people realize because more people watch porn than you'd ever realize. People don't just openly talk about that, which is kind of a shame. I was reading
2: an article that said that they were going to do research on the effects of 20-something year old men who watched porn, but they couldn't find a control group because there were no men who weren't watching porn. <laughs>
3: uh, That was hilarious.
4: Well, there are lots of women who watch porn, too, and who are more comfortable talking about it now than ever. And they find, you know, they definitely feel more comfortable with themselves, you know, in watching porn and watching porn with their partners and watching porn for their own pleasure. And you're seeing a lot more people of of various body types in porn now, which I think is incredibly positive.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. So I (laughs) want to know, everyone out there, you go to my facebook page it's facebook dot com slash jaya j a i y a take a look at the pictures and just let me know you know are these porn and it's also like you know i don't i don't care because i kind of feel like <laughs> Well, it's okay if it is porn, but I but I want to know what your opinions are, and I want to know you know what you think of this guy. Read read the little thing and see what you think of him. But I want to move on, Victoria, because um, and I know John, you have something to say, but I want to move on to grab a couple things. You have your coupon code massage for 25% off. So massage is the coupon code. You get 25% off at edenfantasies.com. And what are some of the things, I know using vibrators for massage is great, but what are some of the other things that you can recommend
5: for us?
4: Well, I learned, um, you know, my skin actually felt itchy a couple times when I would use the Hitachi or the AccuVide, like on my shoulders, my back, my thighs, because I wasn't using a massage oil. And so it was actually kind of catching on my skin and there was too much friction and so I think start with some massage oil and you can do that by using the soy massage candles which are wonderful and we have so many different kinds to choose from of different fragrances and sizes so I really am not going to get too specific about which ones to choose because all of the products that we have are good so anything you're going to find on the site you know you should be happy with because we have so such a rigorous review process where we have consumers tell us whether or not the product's good enough for us to carry, which really does help you kind of feel secure with your choices. And then there's the Kama Sutra Massage Oils, and they have uh, kissable oils, too, which are called Oil of Love. They're two different types of oil. One is just for massage, and it's really great for deep massage, and it's not greasy. And then the kissable massage is really great if you want to go ahead and kind of lick and nibble and kiss while you're massaging because those are nice and lightly flavored.
2: And I love licking and including the tongue in erotic massage. You can always, you know, now that I've done an oral sex video, I feel like blending oral sex with massage is just fantastic. So,
4: I don't see why you can't use your mouth and your hands for massage. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> exactly. the mouth always needs a break, you know. The mouth needs a break
3: Yeah. or the hands need a break. Those, those jaw muscles can get worn out and the tongue can get tired.
2: Yeah. So what else do you have as far as uh, vibrators or personal massagers, as they sometimes call them?
4: Well, there are various sizes. I'd say for full-body massage, you probably want to use something a little bigger that's easier to hold, but you can start with something small, even like a bullet vibrator or a little pocket rocket or some of those great rechargeable vibrators that can even be charged USB, and those are even good to have at the office or have in your purse, or you can use something like the Hitachi, which is you know, worldwide known and loved. It's a very powerful classic. It's corded, you know, two speed, but it's very powerful. Um, Or the AccuVybe, which is similar to the Hitachi, but it's rechargeable. And that's my personal favorite for this type of massager because it is cordless. Um, It just makes it easier for me personally to use it. And it's still very powerful, even though it's cordless. So I like that one a lot. And then for mixing up, simulation and textures, and kind of getting into different spots. We have a wall massager that has seven different interchangeable heads. So that one's wow, really that cool. Wow, that awesome. Yeah, it's very powerful. It's also corded, um, but it's really it's a really neat massager.
3: What did you and, say about USB?
4: Oh, um, we have a couple different vibrators. They're small. Um, they can be used as a clitoral vibrator, or you can use them on the neck, the shoulders, you know, even all over the, you know, all over your genital area. They're wonderful. Um, one of them is the Mia by Lelo, and it actually recharges via USB port, and it's wonderful. It's not corded. You just plug in the cord for charging.
2: Oh wow, that's crazy. so yeah. while you're on your computer, if you need your vibrator charged, you can be charging and massaging at the same time.
4: And it's perfect for travel. It's absolutely perfect. You can even lock it so that it doesn't turn on while you're traveling. It's, they, those are great massagers to have. And bullets are good too because they're so small and depending on which one you buy, they're practically, you know, disposable because you can buy a bullet for like, Five to ten dollars. Usually, they come with you know, two sets of batteries, so that's really great too to have like small bullets with you. I know that there's one I have that's three speed, and I actually specifically use it for like neck pain, headaches, things like that.
2: Awesome! Thank you so much, Victoria, for being on. The coupon code this week for EdenFantasies.com is Massage. Go there for twenty five percent off. We'll be back with more Sex with Jaya. In the meantime, you can visit my site at redhottouch.com, missjaya.com, or my Facebook, facebook.com slash jaya to check out the guy who's been attacking me about porn. (laughs) All right, (laughs) more when we come back. Sex with Jaya.
0: The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moye, aka The Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk
6: gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast.
1: All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Send you- You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask, or share a tip or comment of your own, please call one That's one eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at miss Jaya.com. That's J A I Y A at Miss Jaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya.
2: We're back. So, Don, I was cutting you off like crazy there. But what what two cents did you want to put in? Because I know you you were
3: wanting to say some more. Oh, mostly that if people were going to look at those pictures that you posted on Facebook, to remember that the whole intent behind that shoot was it was an instructional DVD. It just wasn't just wasn't people just having sex, you know, which right. which is mostly what people think of when they think of porn, but.
2: So when I'm doing a shoot, you know, the whole time I'm coaching, so I'm saying, you know, massage her clit or roll her clit between your fingers or massage the G-spot with a come hither while you're doing this oral technique. So the whole time they're they're doing that, I don't know any other way to demonstrate this stuff other than showing. I mean, I think the best way is to show it. I guess I could do it with toys, but... Um, it's not the same as really showing real people having real experience. Even though they're porn artists, they're still real people, and they still have real experiences. We were there. We saw it, right?
3: Right. And like I said on the, I posted that one thing. We had to hire people that could get the work done. Right. Because not can everybody's going to be willing to do that.
5: Can I jump in, Jaya? Yes. This is Karina
2: Bartow. Am I saying your last name right? Yes. yes. Okay, great.
5: And uh go ahead and jump in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, A couple years ago, I was teaching um, intro to sex therapy at a graduate school in southern Ohio, and it was really interesting what which instructional videos the school would let me show and which ones that they deemed pornographic, and, you know, in my layperson opinion, the more attractive <laughs> the people in the videos were, the less likely the university was to let me show it to their graduate students. Interesting. That's crazy. Um, and I think that, I, for me, I think that it's a societal thing. If you had, you know, um, middle-aged, overweight, poorly groomed individuals in an instructional video, I don't think people would be in such an uproar. That's but so because crazy. Because they're sexy and because they, they evoke uncomfortable responses in the viewers, now it's porn. Right.
2: You
5: know.
2: So interesting. So, Karina, introduce yourself briefly. Okay. Um, Give us a little uh, bit your, about your background. I know you just did the sex bod training, so uh yes. tell us who you
5: are. Okay. Um, well, I, I entered um, the field of sexology as a master's level therapist. I was a master's level therapist for a while specializing in uh, women's reproductive health and human sexuality. Uh went back to school to get a PhD in psychology, again specializing in relation and sexuality. Um, and then just realized there was a whole wealth of things I wasn't allowed to talk about, wasn't allowed to do, wasn't allowed <laughs> to, to encourage in my office because of the constraints of being a psychologist. And and uh, once we moved to California and you have this wonderful opportunity to to you know become certified as you know, an erotologist or a, a somatic, you know, um, sexologist, sexological body worker. I decided to go ahead and um, and take that plunge. And now I split. I split my work. In fact, um, Barto is my maiden name. I still, you know, I, I still do my um, psychology work and my and accounting and coaching under kind of um, And then my
0: my married name
5: um, is Reynard and my husband and I have um, a sex coaching and tantra uh, company um, under. Uh, under that name so, so I keep them professionally separate but that is our, our adiatantra.com where we teach Taoist erotic massage we teach um, tantra we teach uh, somatic sexual experiences and things what so was that .com again? it's adiatantra.com it's A-A-D-Y-A T-A-N-T-R-A adiatantra.com
2: adiatantra.com just so everyone can go check you out and we also have Hercules on the line hello Hercules
7: Hello, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. And you are also a coach and you do erotic massage. Can you briefly introduce yourself a little bit?
7: Okay, well, my name is Hercules, obviously. Um, I'm at the pleasurecoach.org, uh, that's .org, think of orgasm. Um, and <laughs> I, uh, I, as we said, I, I do uh, sex and relationship coaching, intimacy coaching, and uh, largely in, uh Incorporate touch um, use via doing massage. I've been a massage therapist for uh, my start. or I've uh, been doing a massage for over 20 years, so um, that's what I use.
2: Great. So I want to dive into some questions now. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and And, John, I have to start with you because okay. you're also a sexological body worker and somatic sexologist, but you're also a chef. And I want to know, um, and, and I know, Corinna, that you will probably like this as well, and probably Hercules. We'll all like this. Um, <laughs> but I want to know about chocolate in massage and how chocolate can be used as a massage oil.
3: Well, the chocolate bean, if they go through a process of squeezing it, produces an oil. The, the fat separates from the protein, and the oil that's produced is absolutely wonderful it's tasty it's a little bit sweet and it's great for the skin and uh i remember the day we bought some we got it in the mail and we were tasting it and then like within five seconds we were smearing it on each other and said this is the best massage oil we've ever found so
2: and then we started mixing it with coconut so we have like mounds bar
7: chocolate
2: (laughs) massage oil yeah so it's so yummy
3: I I, actually, I'll
7: interject here. I actually use a oil. I unfortunately, it's it's in my car right now for uh, just for another appointment. But uh, I have an oil that is I got from a website that is chocolate. It's uh, chocolate scented, um, but it's uh, the as John said, it's uh, chocolate base, and my clients love the scent, Mm. especially if they're chocolate fiends.
2: So erotic nice. massage is not just about uh, touching someone. It's also about the senses, you know, oh, like yeah. having smells and candles and all that good stuff, too. Yeah. So um, I want to know, Corinna, is this something that you practice in your personal life? Is this something that you and your partner share? And what's uh, what's so special about it for you? Are you there? Did we lose you?
3: uh Oh, sounds like we lost her. We might have lost her.
2: Um, so I'll go to Hercules. Are you there, Hercules?
3: Yes, I'm here. Unfortunately, okay. So line. is this
2: something that you and your partner practice in your personal life, and what what's so special about it?
7: Um, I well, we do. It, it's I. One of the things I teach with what I do is that, especially with massage, is that massage is a great form of foreplay. Um. It's just it's very simple it's very healing um, but it's also just very playful. You can be just very playful with your massage um, and you can it can be very simple it can just start off with a basic massage and obviously can lead into more um, or you can make a, a, a you know more of a ritual out of it and um, have, you know, the candles and set up a whole scenery of it. And we've done both. you know, my partner and I. Um, it's just it's just you know, we've been laying there, kinda of massaging your back and it's just okay. Um, well my hand's gonna go a little lower, that's you know, and then it just turns you know, becomes more and more intimate. Um, or we've had where we've turned on music and, you know, lit the candles and gone with that and and it's been great. It's it's a it's the perfect formal of uh, foreplay.
2: I know for me, it's as if the erotic massage that I've learned. Instead of just sit, sitting down to do an erotic massage, it now mm-hmm. just becomes incorporated into our lovemaking.
5: Mm-hmm. So that
2: sort of sounds like what you've been talking about. Is just like it just becomes part of your lovemaking when you learn how to use your hands.
7: Mhm. Yes. It, it's it's a great. Uh, well, again, it's. It, it, for those who are more advanced into it and want to make make their sessions longer and stuff, this is a great way to make it longer. You don't have to, if you want to have a longer, intimate session with your your partner, then um, that's what you do. Um, hey, Carina, are you huh? there? I thought I heard you. Yeah. <laughs>
5: it's funny. Yeah, I how I managed to put you on hold while I was answering your question but I totally agree with what, what Hercules has to say about you know prolonging and also interlude you know many of us both men and women want to be multi-orgasmic and so whether it's between orgasms or um, you know as you're working close to that point of no return and decide to transition into massage um, it's a wonderful wonderful addition not only to foreplay, but to your your sex in general.
2: Mm. And so what are some other benefits that you've seen? I know that you specifically practice Dallas erotic massage, and um, I know there's lots of benefits to that. So what are some things that, and we can talk about Dallas erotic massage, but what are some other benefits of erotic massage in general?
5: Ah, interesting. Um, Erotic massage... In general, it can, it really works to help people alleviate any shame or any hangups they have about their body or their sexuality. It really helps increase your own sexual and somatic awareness, learning where your edges are, learning what you enjoy, learning what your turnoffs are or, you know, where your points of fear or shame live. Erotic massage can really open you up, not only bodily, but mentally and emotionally to pushing those growth edges for you. Um, and the Taoists and I ha- believe... Go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: I have to talk about oxytocin, because I think mm. that's one of the major benefits that often gets... Oh, yeah. You know, oxytocin's my favorite hormone. It's the love <laughs> chemical, the bonding chemical, but doing massage really helps you to produce that. What were you going to say about Taoists?
5: Um, oh, I was going to say the Taoists believe that the Jing, the sexual energy that you cultivate during the erotic massage, is kind of a, like typo but It's... It's a healing energy that can be drawn throughout the body to heal everything from emotional wounds to physical ailments to depression to anxiety. And through the practice of Taoist erotic massage, you can actually generate these healing energies and spread them throughout your body and use them for healing, healing your partner.
2: Awesome. So when we return from break, I want to hear more about Dallas Erotic Massage. What is it? What are the different forms of erotic massage? Because most people are like, oh, erotic massage. So when we come back, more Jaya.
1: Talk, talk, talk. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at miss that's j-a-i-y-a at miss jaya.com now back to sex with jaya
2: we are talking about erotic massage. I have Corinna Bartot from dot Tantra.com. That's uh, I, how do I say it? Adya.
5: I mean Adyatantra.com.
2: And Hercules Pleasurecoach.org. Think orgasm. I love that. I like thinking about orgasms. Sure. Thank you both for being on the show. Hercules, Thanks I have a please. question for you. Yeah. What are the different types of massage? erotically like sensual massage that you've experienced or that you do um, what are some of the different types that are out there
7: oh uh, <laughs> I've personally experienced I've um, done you know the regular everyday um, massage just you know sweet you're combining you know Swedish massage and you know you're more of your basic um styles of modalities of massage. Um but I've also experienced Dallas massage and tantric massage. Um and I'm always looking to see what else is out there myself. Um I'm still learning all this stuff as well as teaching it. Um so uh the biggest thing I've I've started uh looking at is Dallas massage itself.
2: Dallas erotic massage. Yes. And what do you in experiencing it what have you found to be um some of the benefits of
5: that
7: um i it's the what I'm talking about bigger benefits of it is the energies between both the giver and the receiver um, uh the 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 using of the elements the fire the water um uh, you know, I'm as I said, I'm still learning this with myself, um, so if Karina can, knows more about it, she can ch- chime in on it. Um, but I, that's the biggest thing It's the energy connection between um, the two people. That's really what I like.
2: And so let's talk just a little bit about the massage because I'm a huge fan of it. I actually just did a, on the same oral sex shoot that we were doing, I hopped in front of the camera and did a Taoist erotic trance journey solo. So I didn't have anyone else doing massage on me. I was doing it on myself. And it was one of the most profound experiences that I've ever had. I ejaculated like seven times. It was <laughs> insane. So, <laughs> and this is like like postpartum when I'm supposed to be dry, and it was the most like juicy, just, amazing experience of my life plus I really went inside and got in touch with myself so I'm a huge fan of going into altered states of consciousness and doing things like Taoist erotic massage not just for sexual growth but also for spiritual growth so Corinna can you speak on this a little bit about what is Taoist erotic massage what are some of the things involved in it okay sure
5: I'd love to Uh, Taoist erotic massage is as it sounds based on the healing principles of Taoism and the idea that we have three types of energy. We have uh, Jing, Shen, and Qi. You know, and Qi is you know, life force energy, Shen being spiritual energy, and Jing being our, our sexual energy. And Jing is the type of energy, the only of the three, that we can cultivate and generate. And so we can replenish that. Jing is also kind of like type O blood where we can use it to do whatever we need, whether we want to heal ourselves physically, whether we need energy, whether we want to pursue uh, spiritual development, Jing can be transmuted into both Qi and Shen. Um, so the Taoist erotic Massage helps us learn how to generate, cultivate, spread, and control our own Jing. Um, mm. and it's a, I've it's gotten really aspect.
2: into this idea of Jing
5: since I had a baby.
2: Because one yeah. of the ways the Taoists say one of the ways you lose a lot of energy is through childbirth as a woman. And right. so, you know, it's, I think it's really important that we revitalize our Jing after giving birth. So, one of the things that couples could do if she has a really low libido is what I'm gathering from this is practicing Tao erotic massage.
5: Yes. I mean, it's, it's wonderful for raising a libido for people who Gaya. feel. And, and so many times people complain that after having a baby, they, their, their sex drive really lessens, and using the Taoist erotic massage can actually help you rebuild your libido even even to that, you know, higher than it was before
3: you had your baby. Mm. And wh- what were you going to say, John? I just wanted to talk about relaxation um, because everything I'm listening to, I always imagine what's actually happening in the body physically. Mm. And so even if, you know, we're using these terms that maybe some people haven't heard of, um, what's actually happening and the reason those things can happen, like building up energy, is because the tissues of the body become relaxed. And so even if you're using erotic massage, like uh, Her- Hercules was saying, to as foreplay, the reason that it helps as foreplay is because you're both becoming more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, And And as I've
2: recently learned, relaxation is tied to a different part of the nervous system, which ties into the pudendal nerve, which ties into our G-spot for women and the deeper tissues of the body, which is a different type of orgasm or the prostate in men. So it's a different type of orgasm you experience in your body when you're deeply relaxed.
5: were you wanting to say something? Right, I was sure. going to follow up on, on what John had just said about the relaxation, what you tapped on, Jaya, uh, about the trance and using the Taoist erotic massage to actually enter in to a sexual trance state. Because So many times, even during sensual massage or erotic massage with our partners, our focus is on our own performance or our partner's enjoyment. And... Um, through repeated use of the Taoist erotic massage, my partner and I have really found that we're able to enter into this sexual unified trance state where we're almost in a, a subconscious dance with one another and we're just feeding each other's energy sexually without any hesitation, without any worries or performance anxiety or, you know, the focus is purely on that feedback loop that's so, you know, delicious and yummy and and life force building. It's an amazing practice.
2: So I want to talk about some practical techniques because I know my listeners are, you know, we can talk philosophy all day and benefits, (laughs) but they want to know how do we do it. So Hercules, what are some of your favorite erotic massage
7: techniques? Oh, geez. (laughs) Um, Like what's something you really love to receive first? What I like to receive first? Um, well, I when I say when we talked about you know it being like a foreplay thing, it's you know one of the ways is also finding your your sweet spots. Now, um, I know, for example, from taking being in you know one of your workshops that you like your nose touched, and I like my nose to be touched too. I, I like my face to be worked on. Um, I actually find you know scalp massage and you know facial massage to be um very relaxing, as John was saying, and that I agree with that it's as, a part of this is a relaxation state, and if you can relax, you can appreciate the experience even a whole lot better um, but I also find it very arousing because I have you know my face I have a bunch of erogenous zones um, that make me um aroused and just that I haven't touched or lightly grazed. Um, and I'm, you know, I've got this big bald head and I love my head just being, you know, you know, rubbed and lightly stroked and stuff. So that's my, um, when I tell people to do it, you know, just using their finger simply to trace the contours of a face is, a, you know, one good massage technique. You just outline and go along the you know the cre- you know the cre- crevices of the nose, the back of the ear, the jawline, and you'll create you know a rousing effect.
2: It's interesting because you know I expect asking a guy what do you like best, you did not even mention your penis, no. so it's interesting. You know we I have like a whole body. No, don't get opinion. me wrong,
7: I like that too, but <laughs> I, I, I I I mean my my opinion is that the whole body is in the Rogers zone. Explore it and. Right. And you know, but those are you know those were my key points of start is my face, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and what about giving? What's your favorite thing to give to a woman?
7: um giving i I uh, again is finding the sweet spots um, particularly on my partner, um focusing on her shoulders, her neck, um, and her breasts are uh are the key spots.
2: So if a guy's out there and he's thinking, "Okay, I can focus on her neck and her breast, but he doesn't have a clue on how to touch those areas, what would you recommend to him like how um, do we, how does he approach those areas like especially the again, breast
7: again okay well this again light touching um, very light like, strokes um, again using this your fingertip I, I have this whole workshop on just using your fingertip as the uh, as tracing um, but In general, also on the breast, the biggest thing I do—it's not—it's not not dough. (laughs) Don't approach it like you're squeezing dough. Um, Do not twist uh, the nipples. Be gentle. Um, Look at um, the body. The biggest thing when I teach people is look at the body as a canvas, and you're an artist. Your hands are your are your your hands are your brushes, and an artist, you know, does not go and slap paint on. They gently brush paint on. So when you're looking at the breast, for example, you lightly want to touch and you want to um, use maybe a little firm pressure. Um, the biggest thing on the breast, though, do not, you know, uh, on a medical aspect, don't push the breast down um, because, uh you don't want to. There's ligaments in the breast that you do not want to stretch. You, when you're really cupping the, you want to go on the outside and cup the breast towards you, more to do the massage. Mm-hmm.
2: And John, you know, I have to throw this in because I know you just experienced like heavenly pleasure all weekend. <laughs> what was your favorite technique um, last weekend during the oral sex shoot using hands and mouth? Um,
3: when I was receiving. Yeah. Okay, um, we did the uh, modification of the Kachari Mudra, which is, um, you know... Placing the tip
2: of of the tongue at the roof of the mouth. Yeah,
3: and so instead of the tip of her tongue on the roof of her mouth, mouth, it was the tip of my penis on the roof of her mouth. And I was soft at the time, and she was able to move it from right behind her teeth all the way back, and then she did some kind of tongue swirl thing and it was it was crazy, it was just crazy.
2: it's interesting cuz john is so wired like you know i i have a lot of clients who are wired i call it sensually as opposed to sexually where um john is very wired sensually so something that is going to get him highly aroused is like energetic or connecting or kissing whereas um you know you could pump all day up and down on your penis right john and you're not going to necessarily get an erection but you do a technique like this where you just have the penis tip of your penis at the tip of the roof of her mouth and you're getting really hard erect with no motion really
3: yeah it was and um it felt like much more of my body was inside of her mouth now that I think of it. And and there's mm. something... I learned a lot about, like, soft cock massage this weekend um, when I always knew it was great. But this weekend, it just seemed like I could feel more when I was soft than when I was hard. Mm. Uh, because we did a lot when I was soft. Because just even, you know, just for the camera, I had to get hard... And so she had to do these different things, and so there was a lot of time where she was rubbing me or kissing me or licking me, and I was soft, and it was just crazy. It was just wonderful. Um,
5: I think that's an excellent point for your listeners too, Jaya. So many people miss that, and they think that, you know, hard erect cock is the only way to go. Right. And they they miss the opportunity for soft cock or even semi-flaccid you know, um, and continuing massaging, oral, you know, continuing the sex play, even in these flaccid or semi flaccid states. And it can be even more amazing than mm-hmm. with a hard cock. Mm-hmm. And so many of us get self conscious, like, why isn't he getting hard? Am I doing it wrong? Or even for the men, you know, they feel right. something's wrong. Inadequate. With me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So right. I think that's great, John, to point out, you know, for the listeners that, hey, you know, don't, it's not all about getting hard. You can That's enjoy right. it as much if not right.
4: more. I know, definitely
2: want to continue know. talking about this. We we have to go to break. So when we return, more sex with Jaya, you can check out my site, redhottouch.com, missjaya.com, or a guest adayatantra.com and pleasurecoach.org. More sex with Jaya when we come back to break.
1: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah!
2: We are back. We were just talking about soft cock massage versus hard cock massage. I think one of the biggest misconceptions out there is that men think that if they're not hard, then something's wrong with them. And women think that if the man's not hard, then something's wrong with them. And I'd like to just add that arousal ebbs and flows in all of our bodies. It always is ebb and flowing in the female body, but we just don't see it like we do in the male body. It's not as apparent. So I invite you to just flow with whatever's happening. And also I have to note that in porn movies, and especially after working with some porn stars this weekend, um, you know they are really worried about being hard all the time, and they 're not. I loved watching Bill Bailey as he ebbed and flowed and i we kept telling him it 's okay that you 're not hard during the scene. you know there are certain techniques where we did need interaction, so John was working on that for some of that. but you know it you don 't have to be hard nor you know like we 're all day long doing oral sex techniques for like I think we were shooting t- ten twelve hours. Of course, you're not going to stay hard that entire time, right, John?
3: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, you were smart enough to uh, rearrange some of the techniques, and you had it planned out, so um, I didn't have to worry about it too much.
2: Right. So I want to go back, though, to Daoist Erotic Massage because I'm sure there's some people that are like, wait, wait, hold on. How do we do that? So, Corinna, can you just talk a little bit about what are some of the elements and if people wanted to, to incorporate some of those at home over the weekend, what could they incorporate uh, instantly?
5: Well, uh, One of the, the hugest aspects of Taoist Erotic Massage is the focus on the breath. Um, one of the main ways that we help spread energy throughout our body, instead of just letting it build up in the pelvis and explode, you know, outwards, is to to keep returning to the breath. Um, so I would say taking um, deep belly breaths, uh, longer and deeper than you typically do, focusing with a, a forceful inhale and a relaxed exhale while you're receiving, whether it's oral massage or hand massage or whatever you're doing, that can really help. So incorporating breath work into your erotic massage. So
2: just um, deep breathing or is there a certain kind of breathing?
5: Uh, the, the Taoist erotic massage, technically it's, it's a deep uh, belly breath. I like to use a modified breath that I think is easier, and that's two forceful inhales, one into the belly then one into the chest, and a relaxed exhale. So it'll actually sound something like... So you're inflating your belly, then into your chest, and then exhaling. So you're doing that. And then when you get to the point um, where you feel like you're approaching ejaculation, you can actually hold the breath and use that holding of the breath to redistribute the energy throughout your body hold it 20-30 seconds longer if you can um, and then release the exhale and again that will redisperse the energy so that you can enjoy longer and you don't Mm. accidentally end before you want to
2: and do you think there's a difference for men and women because I was talking to some um, tantra teachers from the Czech Republic and they were saying that they don't like to teach the big draw or any kind of like holding of breath for women um, as they do for men what's your take on that?
5: I think it's personal. Hmm. I think men need the big draw more so than women do. I think as women, we are wired to spread erotic energy instinctively, um, so we don't have as great a need, but you know, as we were discussing before, in the sexological bodywork training, you know, we got an opportunity to work with you know, a dozen different women, and some of them really benefited from using the big draw, and some saw it as a drawback. Yeah. Um, I love the big draw. I, I was find a, it amazing. I, I was going to say, I, I really enjoy it as well, um, because I, I really like the idea of, you know, clenching all of my muscles, holding my breath, and, and forcing my energy out into my extremities, even beyond my body. I love the way it feels, and then I love the way I feel after I relax, but mm-hmm. I have That's had some my women part. tell me... My it, part
2: is when I relax, I feel like I'm I'm dead. Like I don't need to take a breath. Everything is just completely still and completely relaxed. My nervous system is just like totally chill.
5: Oh yeah, I can't tell where my where my skin ends once yeah. I've hmm. relaxed. I'm like I feel like I'm I'm like extend out
3: throughout my body. Chaya. Yeah. One of the things I like about the big draw is that it kind of brings an end point to. I mean, even though there's, there's stuff that happens after you do the big draw, it's kind of an endpoint of the touching or, you know, this breathing cycle that people go through. Mm-hmm. And so I get to do it, and I know that a portion of this experience is ending, and then I transition into something else. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
2: And Hercules, what about for you? Have you experienced the big draw, and what's your experience with it?
3: Um,
7: I, I have experience, and I encourage, definitely encourage breathing in, in addition to uh, breathing also, will, and I encourage this to ex- be yourself with your breathing, but furthermore, be breathing also allows making noise, and I think noise, mm-hmm. number one, is good in terms of it helps your partner um, know that you're enjoying yourself um it it releases two it releases an energy um when you're breathing and you go, oh, um because you're breathing at the same time but they're releasing that verbal energy um and three it's 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 a great it's a great release it's you're you're allowed to do it it uh, people mm-hmm. i think you would need to emphasize that people don't be embarrassed to make sound don't be embarrassed to breathe loud if you if you if you're doing the great you know the, the breathe in don't be afraid to make that sound of breathing in so those awesome. are you know, the things I i try to instill
2: breath sound movement movement of energy through the body erotic massage erotic touch oral touch i love it all maybe i'm a tantric pornographer i don't know you can check out my facebook to find out more <laughs> And thank you to both of my guests, Adya Tantra, A-A-D-Y-A, Tantra.com, PleasureCoach.org. Thank you, Corinna and Hercules, for joining us today on Sex with Jaya. Good and thank you, John, for filling in for D-Love. My pleasure. Thank you all, and I have definitely enjoyed Sex with Jaya. You can check out my site, MissJaya.com or NewWorldSexEducation.com or RedHotTouch.com. For more Sex with Jaya, tune in next
1: week. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel.